This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Wrap. Hello, hello. This is the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Wrap and I am Rajeshree Sen. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. And this is episode 55. And as many of you would be screaming in ecstasy <laughs> that Rajeshree is back hosting the Awful and Awesome after the amount of mails we got. <laughs> uh, congratulations. I'm making my life miserable again. <laughs> He's actually grinning and beside himself with excitement, but we'll get to what we are going to discuss now. We actually have quite a lot of pertinent and new stuff to discuss. Yeah. So two new films, Mukabaz and The Post. Yes. Then we are of course going to discuss the film which we don't know whether we'll definitely get to watch on 25th of Jan or not, Padmavat. Padma. It will become Pur. No, it will be like, no. It was Padmavati. Then we get Padma. Pad- now it's Padma. Padma by twenty fifth. It will be Pad. The oh. prequel to Padman. And then then Pad we become Pa. Pa. And then Love Meta Bachchanan. That with his midriff showing because you're not going to see Deepika's midriff. And we have a lot of stuff from online. So we have Black Mirror's new season. Yes, that is because many of you last time wrote that why didn't you cover the Black Mirror? I did. I must. I'm ashamed to know. I did not even know what that was. So now we have someone who's watched it. Yeah, and we have David Letterman's new show. Yes. Which his first show after he uh, stopped, he gave handed over to Stephen Colbert. And we have Seinfeld's comedians and cars drinking coffee, which is just fabulous, according to me. And also a radio show, which is not so fabulous, <laughs> where Karan Johar solves your problems, everything from romance to problem with your mother-in-law to piles. I don't know everything. And they also—it's not even just a radio show. You can watch him doing the show because I watched it on How? YouTube. Oh, achha. a video, audio, everything on Ishq FM. It is Ishq that FM. Too. That too. So, what do we start with? With Mukabas? Let's do that. Let's punch away. Okay then. Okay. Swaman Singh, our Pareli ki team ka sabse badhiya Mukabaz hai. Hamara koi launda nahi khada sakta uske samne. Iske baavjud national state to kya wo district pe nahi khel paega. Ye vada kiya tha humne usse. गलत आदमी से भर लियो अरे पांच ईटा तोड़ना गाड़ी तोड़ना आज से बंद तुमको तय करना है कि तुमको मुक्काबाज बनना है कि मुक्केबाज राजश्री वॉट इज अ साउथ पो अ साउथ पो इज अ बॉक्सर टाइप ऑफ बॉक्सर I'm very good with boxers. I know a lot of boxers. Oh, I just want okay. you to know that. It's a so type of boxer. As it's in, a, who, a, a South Paw, a kind of... So, a Bengali who <laughs> says paw to paw but is from the South. So he's a... Please don't make fun of... A Malu Ganguly who is boxing. Of my community in this manner. Hmm. No, so Mukha Baz is Anurag Kashyap's latest film. Latest saga, I should say. Because Anurag Kashyap doesn't make films. He makes like real sagas. Because they don't end. But this is starring an excellent actor called Vineet Kumar Singh. And an actress called Zoya Hussain. Zoya Hussain. Yeah. And Mukabaz is about boxing in the hinterland, so to speak. State level boxing. And it's not as simple as that. It's a commentary on politics. Yeah, I think issues. it's in the background of a boxing, of a sportsman who wants mm. to be a boxer. It, it shows the... uh casteism the bureaucracy the politics that ruins sport in india in fact i think if you're from a less privileged background and you make it as a sportsman in this country it is a fucking miracle yeah so i think uh like someone like 
me, I don't know that much of what happens in state. I don't know much about what happens in sports, full stop. But definitely state level sports, I have very I, little I thought through. you were a state level sprinter. You no? didn't know? <laughs> you have oh. been informed our audiences. I'm also a state level swimmer, national level swimmer. Okay. In my dreams, if you say something enough times, no, it become. becomes true. Okay. So it's about a boxer called Shravan who is played by Vineet Kumar. Uh, saying you all have seen him before in the bunch of short films that uh, Anurag Kashyap and uh, Zoya Akhtar and all had done. He was in that in the film called Murabba with uh, Amitabh Bachchan. He's very, very, the casting is spot on as usual His over here. His body is awesome. It's not a body made in the gym. It's a body made on the sports field. And you can tell a body that is made in the gym and one that's made on the sports field. And um, I thought it was a fantastic film. But I think Anurag Kashyap has forgotten how to tell a story succinctly. Succinctly, I, yeah. By the way, I've been pronouncing this word succinctly forever and no one corrected me. It's, it's succinctly, my sister told me. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's so the the movie could have been thirty five minutes shorter. Yeah, he stuffs in songs where they're not required. He stuffs in long scenes where they're not required. And the songs are beautiful. The like for someone like me who doesn't understand Hindi to that extent, you still get the the lyrics are beautiful. It's the music is lovely. That woman is excellent. Zoya Hussain, what brilliant? I think works very well. Is she is a mute? She's not deaf. That is never played up. That never. Yeah. It's just that's the way she is, yeah. and she's acted beautifully. Because as has the guy. As although Jimmy, I think, has become like the same character he plays in every film. Yeah, I'm not convinced. It's just a bit pissing off. Uh, I think he's a very talented actor, but he's just stuck in this tough guy role. So as you see him in a film now, you know he's the villain and he's a thakur. Always, yeah. but he's, in this one he's a Brahmin. He's a Brahmin. To me, all Brahmin Thakur, all of it seems the same. Basically, he's the upper class villain, and there's no redeeming feature. And he has that one expression. He has that Ajay Devgan expression when they are intense. They just they don't smile. That's hmm. their acting thing. But what's uh, the story is basically about this guy trying to make it in boxing, and he keeps coming up against Jimmy Shadegill, who is the person who is an ML. Is he an MLA? He does become an MLA. But you get the drift. That's the film. That's the music. Do watch out for things you must watch out for is the commentary on caste, uh, the commentary on um, gender, uh, and just small town life. And I was also quite disappointed with Ravi Kishan's performance. He he always has this expression like he smelled a fart. Like they all have that intense look, no? But intense doesn't mean you smelled a fart. I mean, your nose is like this throughout. How can you go through a film like looking like that? I think that's strange. I think that's also because if he was inhaling because he looks slimmer than he's ever looked. But uh, also, I would say from a woman's point of view, you your 500 rupees on that ticket, you'll just make it back just looking at uh, Vineet Kumar Singh's body. I have not seen such a beautiful... But from a woman's point of view, even from a man's point of view, and it need not be sexual in nature. No, but I meant in a sexual way. Okay. I, I meant just like, for example, you know, the reason you watch a film like Pumping Iron, it's a documentary film on hmm. Netflix with Ani. When you see a body that perfect, you just can't get your eyes off it. it, it yeah. it's, it's just... It's like a piece of art. Yeah, and you also see what's nice is that the character arcs of at least... The boxer, as in Vineet Kumar Singh and Zoya, the girlfriend's uh, characters and her parents. I really like the way her parents were shown because they are going against their family. They are going against society. But it's all done very subtly. But if only Anurag Kashyap had, uh, within, if only Anurag Kashyap had 
wrapped up the film in one and a half hours as opposed to two hours fifty minutes. Okay, one and a half is a bit much, but I think it could easily, two. without compromise, the film could have been a two hour fifteen, two hour twenty minute yeah. film. Yeah. Now moving on mm. to the post. Yes. So um, I will have you know that when um, Rajshri was told to watch the post. Uh, she of course pronounced the posto, and she thought it was a film about making a Bengali dish with mustard in it. This is if it. you say totally posto. ludicrous things many times, it doesn't become true. It's just a figment. This is the reason why you all should insist that Abhinandan doesn't write fiction because it will not go Be- well. Because his commentary is always fiction. <laughs> yeah. So the post is Steven Spielberg's latest film, which he actually rushed the shooting of. Because he wanted to ride the Trump wave, it wasn't supposed to be completed so quickly. So he wanted to like ride Do it this, during yeah. this Trump's assault on the media. Yeah, nice. and yeah. it stars uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Meryl Streep. It's about uh, the Pentagon Papers and what Washington Post went through to publish the Pentagon Papers. Meryl Streep plays Catherine Graham, who's the publisher. And Ben Bradley is played by Tom Hanks. He's the editor. And there's Ben Badkiki, who's... Uh, I've forgotten the actor's name, but he is the other editor who is critical in publishing the Pentagon Papers. And that other editor is the New York Times, you're saying, right? The guy they yeah. have dinner with? No, no. Ben Badicki is the guy who goes and meets the uh, this thing, the mole who gives him the papers. He's oh, part of okay. Washington oh, Post. Oh, great. Okay. So, um, yeah, I just thought it was an amazing film, which is a must-watch for all journalists. This is a devastating security breach that was leaked out of the Pentagon. The most highly classified documents of the war. The Times has 7,000 pages detailing how the White House has been lying about the Vietnam War for 30 years. You're talking about exposing years of government secrets. Is that legal? What is it you think we do here for a living, kid? Ben, I might have something. It must be precious cargo. It's just... Government secrets. Maybe all our uh, journalists here should go watch it. I'll get the tickets. All of you go and watch the film. It's a very important film for all journalists to watch. Um, I'm not paying for the popcorn, by the way. Just saying. And send them to PVR Anupam or something. The cheaper tickets. Okay. The hundred rupees. Okay. Here, the Bengali rare is hardly head. So, so. The post. Punjabi ho, dil khol ke denge. Platinum, platinum. Tum spend karo platinum che. And you cut it out of the checks. Salary. Salary checks. But it's an outstanding film for for all journalists. But other than for journalists. As right now, our executive editor is waving the credit card of mine, which <laughs> happens to be in his hand. I don't know why it's lying <laughs> yeah, there, but anyway. Yeah, that's a little scary, I must say. So, um, it's also important for all just regular folks who consume news to watch. Yeah. Because it's really easy to tweet while taking a dump in the morning when you don't understand the first fucking thing about how the challenges one faces while doing a story. Uh, so... I think it's important in that respect, but it's no spotlight. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a Spielberg film, I agree, but you don't get... I don't know, it doesn't have that almost uh, the shine which a Spielberg film has. It's not as tight as I expected it yes. to be. All that, but see, Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks just act well. Yeah, it's brilliant. natural, it just comes naturally. So I checked the assistant editor's name. His name is Ben Bagdikian and the uh, actor's name is Bob Odenkirk. 
What is interesting is the guy who plays Daniel Ellsberg is the actor from the Americans. So when you'll see him, it's like you suddenly realize that it's him. Americans is this excellent show which is on TV, which uh, is about these spies, double agents. It's uh, based on real who are Americans spies, who are Americans oh, and see? they became okay. Russian and then it was excellent. Absolutely. I've never been able to get into this digital watching experience. Anyway, hmm, carry on. That's because you're an older generation. Mm. It's understandable. But... Uh, what I also loved about this film is anyone, I truly feel that anyone who wants to be a journalist needs to at least spend a year in print journalism for the simple reason that most digital journalists don't get the urgency and the fear of printing something incorrect. Once it's out there in print, you can't go and take back your newspapers. Mm. So anyone who's worked in print knows that fear that shit, it's gone now, so I better be careful. This is like a love story to print journalism, I feel, especially when you see that printing press. The cinematically, actually, there's something that a press, um, and this was used very effectively in uh, New Delhi Times, the Shashi Kapoor film as well. You know, when you're doing montages or you want to show a sense of urgency of news, you just show shots of tuck, 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 that, you know, papers getting printed, them getting turned out, them getting stacked up. You cannot create that tight scene with hmm. digital. What will you show? You'll show like it's thinking <laughs> turned send. on. Hit send. <laughs> email. Go. Oh, you can go to the back end and change the headline. Or you show like a Pentium, whatever they use these drives, firing away. You know, it doesn't have that romance. So I think that's Fantastic. What I do think, um, like Rajshri said, uh, I was surprised that Spielberg could do something that clumsy in the sense that some of the scenes are very in your face. Dekho hum kitne hum journalist. It was like Bharat Mata ki jai. You know, ki dekho hum border pe khade lad rahe. Uh, it, it wasn't subtly done that this is what you know journalists do. Yeah. It was like rubbed in your face. See how brave it is. Other than one or two such scenes, the rest I think was fantastic. Yeah, and it's what definitely go and watch. Of course, oh, the good. other thing which I was really impressed because I've only seen this happening during a Salman Khan film is people clapped while yeah. watching this film when Catherine Graham actually managed. I think when they got the ruling mm. in their favor, the audience clapped. So. I I didn't want to create a scene, but the two gentlemen behind me on the left clapped when they said that we'll go against you know the ruling of the court hmm. even on the injunction but in the beginning when the uh, national anthem played hmm. and I didn't stand up one of them said loud enough for me to hear I can't believe how these guys can do this and um, I didn't say anything I want to turn around and say Jab unhone supreme court ka de ulhangan kiya post mein Meryl Streep tab tune tali bajai I disobeyed an idiotic ruling that you are doing a lot of You know, the thing is how yeah. unself-aware. I mean, a, a stupid law should not be obeyed. It's that simple. From the sublime to the ridiculous. That's like when we go from me to Avinandan start speaking. Just okay. giving an example. Haan, example, okay. Okay, now with that example, going from uh, Steven Spielberg and The Post and Tom Hanks to Karan Johar's <gasps> radio show. Now, for those of you who listen to the radio show, you know, usually I flip the channel hmm. as soon as I hear an ad. But sometimes I let the political ad play because I just, you know, being from a news professional, you want to hear what is the political messaging out there. Sometimes I let a radio jockey talk shit. I want to understand at a very mass scale hmm. how simplistic they make complex political issues. But one thing I cannot do is after having heard two calls... Yeah. Of Karan Johar solving people's problems. 
I can't believe this channel. They must have paid him a packet because you know there's all these bus stands in Delhi have his name. Yeah. What's the it called? Ishq channel. Ishq FM. Ishq FM. India's first romantic radio station. Yeah, so, I don't know what is the romance and someone calling and saying, you know, actually, Karan, uh, I got married. Our uh, love marriage was and uh, I'm non-veg. I like meat a lot. But my husband belongs to veg family and mother-in-law said that I won't eat veg. And I had said, okay. But now I've eaten non-veg because I can't resist. And they know that I've And there's a lot of tension in the house. What should I do? So Karan Johar should have said, shut the fuck up and put down the phone and don't waste my time. No, he didn't say that. Now, look, you didn't say this joke in the beginning. You should have said, no, I'll not eat at home. I can't fucking believe this shit and that we are Not. reviewing this shit. But more what importantly, I can't believe that you told me that we will review this. So last night, I went home really late and I sat down and I heard 10-10 minutes of four episodes. I wanted to kill myself by the end of it. So Okay, before you do that, just call him, he'll solve your problem. Yeah, if I call him, he'll try. So he discusses extramarital affairs. Hmm. The ones I heard was extramarital affair, uh, infidelity, which to me, I thought, oh, but maybe you're not married and you're being. Hmm. Uh, this thing, then first kiss, your first time. And then he tells us about his first time, which nobody wants to know. Because it was so stupid, absolutely. <laughs> And the solutions are horrible. He told one woman that who called up on the radio she's talking about how she's cheated on her husband with her husband's friend. Now she obviously her husband doesn't have a radio so she's confident <laughs> that he will not be hearing this. So he tells her that when you tell your husband oh and the husband's friend has now told everyone that she cheated hmm. on her husband with him. So Karan Johar said see now this will get back to your husband. But don't tell him that the whole truth. Tell him half the truth. Because men never forgive. I want you to know that men never forgive. Which is when I threw up a little in my mouth and I shut it but down. The, but the thing is that, you know, this show starts with this disclaimer that we do not uh, suggest it is not professional. Please seek professional help. We do not say that this advice is whatever psychiatrist, psychologist or elementary canalist or whatever <laughs> fucking, you know, physiotherapist ki advice nahi hai. Basically, we are doing आप ये चूती आप सुन लो लेकिन बाकी आप प्रोफेशनल से डील करना प्लीज डोंट लिसन टू अस तो एक तो आपका वो डिस्क्लोजर है ऊपर से आप ये गंद मचा रहे हो मैं सुन आई वांट टू नो व्हाट इज द इकोनॉमिक्स ऑफ सच शोज लाइक हाउ हाउ इज दिस शो अ गुड बिजनेस आईडिया एंड व्हाई इज न्यूज़ लॉन्ड्री नॉट लाइक लाइक आई वाज वंडरिंग वेयर दिस इमोशन वाज कमिंग फ्रॉम दैट आई विल पे फॉर दैट शिट बट आई वोंट पे फॉर न्यूज़ लाइक आर यू फकिंग सीरियस लाइक आर पीपल स्टूपिड इज इज दैट इट या दे आर ऑब्वियसली Moving on. So Black Mirror season four is uh, on Netflix right now. It's been written by Charlie Brooker again. I have to say it's usually when you're in season four, it tends to like you think that it would dip, but it's only become better and better. It has, I think, six episodes. That's it. These are standalone episodes. There's an excellent episode directed by Jodie Foster, which once I finished when the names came up, her name came up. And uh, if you haven't seen Black Mirror before, it's about a dystopia, not like Blade Runner-ish, where there's no water and food in the world. It's about, say, 20, 30 years down the line, where artificial intelligence is pretty much what we are looking at to run the world. Helmsman Packer, take us into that asteroid gas cluster. Into the cluster? 
That's suicide, sir. It is our only chance. I always wanted to do an episode set in space. Shit. I think it's really funny. Over there! A naked lady! And then in the same scene, extremely dark. Killing in cold blood is against space fleet code. Actually, this is, you realize the state of the world today that when you're watching Black Mirror season four, I was actually thinking, wow, that looks quite good. It's actually looking like a better world than we have right now because it runs better. It's uh, like decisions are taken. Governments are pretty much run through artificial intelligence. But what is lovely, they have this thing in this season of uh, Black Mirror that if you're an insurance agent, so say someone has died, I'm claiming life insurance. The insurance agent will come, take down your statement the family member will give the statement or say I've been hit by a truck so I'm taking insurance for that medical insurance then they will meet witnesses who were there in the area and there's a thing called a memory gatherer which they put on your temple and it just takes the whatever visuals are there in your mind to match it with the person's testimony like you know that this happened so everything nothing is left to human error as such Hmm. It's extremely well done. There's one... So once ex- explain to me, how is this different from a regular sci-fi film? Because... And why is there such noise about Black Mirror? Because it, it's not so out there that you can't relate to it. It's not on a spaceship, say. So you're seeing New York. It's based in New York. All the buildings are the same. It's just 15 years down the line, which if the way science and technology is moving, we should de- develop stuff so like this. So what makes it... Compelling is that it's plausible. It's plausible. And there's this, like, I'll just explain the Jodie Foster episode, which she's directed. It's called Archangel. This mother, this woman has a child. The child goes missing for a little while. And the mother gets a little paranoid. And then she finds this company called Archangel, which is very big, which is testing out. It's a beta thing that they are testing out where they will put, like, a microchip in your child. But that micro, and they give you an iPad, like it looks like an iPad, and you can see whatever your child sees. You mean sees. tablet? Yeah, a tablet. Hmm. And you can see whatever your child sees. So you are looking through the child's eyes. And you can also monitor if her blood pressure is going up Sunday. So that's it's, the internet of things, which is also that it exists right now. I mean, you can have devices which give you real but time. But this is inside the person's head, like it's a microchip in wow. my neck. So when they and, give you a tablet, do they give you a red tablet and a blue tablet? And depending on which tablet you... This is why Abhinandan's not scripting Black Mirror. Did you even get the joke? You didn't get the joke, Bengali, did you? Black tablet, blue tablet, what? Red tab- Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> See, it went but over so your head. But so sweetly, I asked. Very nice. That's hmm. the... That's where push, we know. Push. No, but you much, must watch Archangel. There's another one which is about... Uh, it's a takeoff on Kujo. Stephen King's Kujo. But imagine Kujo not being a St. Bernard and being an artificial intelligence dog. I have never been so scared. And you know me, I don't get scared of any dog. But it is, just watch it. They are 50-minute episodes. They are, other than the first, which I thought was quite useless. So if you I don't watch Callister. the first, will the second still make sense? Yeah, but also okay. the other thing which is nice is in season four, there'll be something which is connected to, there's a character which is from season two. There's an item so which is from... Yeah, it's like friends only, a little less fun. But it's not in Central Perk, it is in Central Tablet or whatever. Okay then. No, but watch it. It's really, really good. Okay, on Friday, David Letterman's new show started on uh, Netflix. It's called um, 
my next guest needs no introduction mm. it's a very good title because his next guest really need no introduction and his first guest was Barack Obama it's his first interview is it Barack or is it Barack my friend Barack Barack it's Barack if i'm mr modi then it's Barack so uh, it's obama's first interview after his presidency no finished. his first interview after presidency has happened in india Ardo today Veron, but india also had when he had come he was interviewed here also but tv interview they are plugging it as first interview the america for them india Haan doesn't exist na yeah, david letterman right. doesn't know so but the show it's a 50 minute episode and i think what's odd 50 is 50 minutes of interview yeah oh the whole thing is an interview the whole thing is an interview there's one section which you'll really like actually but what's interesting is i they haven't said when the next episode is going to come up but as of now they've said it's a monthly show so they'll do one a month Oh th- I'm a, that's brilliant Rashi yeah. you're so smart <laughs> they I don't know when the next show is going to come they haven't said but they've said it a month you guys didn't watch her expression so she had this first puzzle look on her face they haven't said when the next show is going to come out but they said it's a monthly show then suddenly eyes lit eyes lit up as if she's that's not stum- the way I stumbled said it upon some which means the next show will come next month no Dude, you, 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 you figured that, that out is, all by yourself you keep quiet i meant that unlike other shows it's not like a fortnightly or a weekly show it's, But a, it's monthly a monthly one oh that's and a us keep quiet <laughs> and his next uh, guest is george clooney so he's going to have clooney he's going to have malala he's got a quite an interesting bunch of people that he's getting on but the obama one what was nice was that um letterman seems to have become less grumpy according to me mm. because he is slightly grumpy he used to be earlier he does take a dig at himself very often i had a show for a long time and then i didn't have a show for a long time and i can't tell you how great it is to be out of the damn house wow you have to remember that he's been doing this for 33 years yeah man and he's and so sharp and that's got to sharp. count for something yeah There He, is nothing you know the 1000 hour rule 10000 hour rule what no, is that what it, which book is that in is it in the outliers i forget which book it's mm-hmm. in basically to be really good at something you have to have done it for at least 10000 hours so he is definitely so whether that is writing whether that's playing football anything you have to have done it for 10000 hours so um, yeah but I, i just want to come in at one point you know any of you who are ever going to mc any event or going to be the anchors of an event to present mm-hmm. something there's this very indian trait where you know they say and now our next guest needs no introduction and then, and then you should say like for example if i was introducing rajshree sen um of course it would not be preceded by this line but <laughs> since we are pretending i'd say and my next guest needs no introduction rajshree sen then you should shut up because you just said she needs no introduction but typically what happens whether it's in indian award functions or these news functions huh. my next guest rajshree sen needs no introduction she is I won't say the age. Uh <laughs> Bengali who loves cooking and loves dogs. She has been writing for the last 15 years. She lives in Delhi. Bloody hell, you just said she needs an introduction, you know? So guys, please. Yeah, so over here he actually says he needs no introduction, but And then he shuts up. And then he shuts up mm. because it is also Obama. And but one Obama is so good at just keeping and keeping the audience engrossed in what he's saying. and letterman is he lets him speak basically he lets obama speak and obama does the thing where he keeps that, that, that was very, very i found it such a unique <laughs> concept oh my let, god how do you let someone else speak 
I was it was like a fiction film for me. <laughs> so Obama keeps questioning Letterman. So he takes enough digs at him because Letterman says, "So what have you been doing all these days that you?" So he said, "You must have been mulling over the fact that you got fired from your show, which he actually hasn't been hadn't been fired, but." For some reason, Letterman kept saying it. I basically got fired. I basically got fired. But he said something which I don't think, at least I didn't know, that uh, they never even told him who was going to be taken as his replacement. And he said that really jarred to me. I did not tell Obama. They didn't tell Letterman mm. that Colbert was going to come on. He said that they would not even ask me that who do you think we should ask because I'd done this show for so long that it was so irrelevant to them. My point of view. That sort of jarred, but maybe there was more to it than that. Yeah, you never which know is what, why he mm. keep kept saying I did get fired because he did. So what had happened was he had an affair with an intern before, and that had come out. And right after that, they he said anyway, oh, I'm retiring and so mm. on. The affair had happened ages ago, though. But what is interesting is during the interview, they also go to the person John Lewis is his name. He is the person who did the march in Selma. Oh, nice! So he interviews John Lewis. He goes and he does. He walks across the bridge with John Lewis, and mm. that's interesting because um, he also says something which is true. He said, "I always think that when this march was happening in Selma, I was on a cruise ship with my friends, getting shit faced and drunk. Yeah. And why did I not know that something so important was yeah. happening?" Uh, in fact, I highly recommend. Uh, we aren't reviewing it. A, a, a film called Selma. It's um, um. I really loved it. I missed it in the theaters. I watched it later. Also, it was Martin Luther King Day yesterday, mm. which is his birthday. So yeah, it's a good um, time to um, bring that up. Before we move on to the next mm. thing, oh, we are we talking about Padmavat poster? No, first and, we'll uh, talk about uh, Seinfeld's new show. Okay, before we do that, I have just a couple of emails. So thank mm. you so much for writing into us. Uh, do uh, subscribe. It just makes it easier for us to do more content. I'll just be honest with you instead of being snarky and, uh, you know, rude all the time. Hmm. Uh, everything takes resources. Um, the rent, where we're sitting, the mics, uh, the time of professionals involved, Shubham and Rameshwar who are recording and producing this show right now. Uh, so subscriptions will be great. So thank you for those of you who are subscribing and those of you who are consuming this for free. Take a moment, think about the effort that goes into making something like this possible. If you don't pay for it, who will? And if you expect Adrias to pay for it, the next time, if Awful and Awesome is sponsored by Padmavat or Padma or Pad or whatever, <laughs> then you know nothing, it, it won't smell nice. So uh, now here's, uh, that was a cheap potty humor joke for those of you who got. Keeping so this, it classy. Keeping it classy, Abhinandan Sekri as always. Because mm-hmm. the Bengali adds enough intellectual depth, yeah, so I might true. as well add the... This is true. The, Correct. The, 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 the fart and burp jokes. So letter number one by Nishant. Nishant says, hey guys, congrats on bringing back the show. It's always nice to hear about pop culture through an analytical, analytical point of view rather than the usual tabloid media reports about Temur's diapers. Um... Ever since I had become more aware of the systemic misogyny everywhere, I have had similar thoughts about listing down Bollywood songs which got away with sexism in broad daylight. I had some research and came up with this. This list I came up with is Abhina Jauch Chhodkar, where the guy won't listen to the girl's repeated nose to the cheesy Gandhi Bath. <laughs> Gandhi Bath, Gandhi, Gandhi, Gandhi. Almost every song lyrics are basically men harassing women. Every is an excellent sarcastic video harassment through the ages. I have a few suggestions that I think would be better for this podcast. 
please try to have at least abhinandan and manisha or someone whose primary job isn't related to pop culture although i like rajesh and the panjana but sometimes it gets too mono- monotonic it's refreshing to hear different views on the same thing rajshri is looking aghast that how like, you could even th- consider replacing a bengali with a punjabi slash pahadi which I, is manisha we are going to block your email id <laughs> but, so no uh, more mails can come but you know uh, uh, nishant it's not rajshri or dipanjana you cannot have something hosted by two bongs that because that, that is just too much intellectualism too much, too much. I mean, everything too much. is about uh, what's the dude's name uh, the bengali filmmaker satyajit ray you know it's it's always about what ray babu Bapi would say also or, or tagore or jhinga lala ho re lala ईमेल One quick more one, Rajshri, before you uh, carry on with hmm. um, uh, the show you're going to review. Hmm. Hello, Manisha and Abhinandan. Sayani, actually, Manisha is not here. It's Rajshri, but Manisha is sitting across the room. So Sayani says, "Hi, Manisha. Very glad and thankful that NL decided to restart Awful and Awesome." Abhinandan la- lamented that Indian entertainment industry will never speak up against someone of the stature of Yash Chopra or any other powerful male figure. I assume he was conflating Bollywood with the entire Indian film industry. apologize if you weren't and were making a specific reference to bollywood i'm sorry you're right my film industry is restricted to bollywood so i apologize for conflating bollywood with the indian film industry and sayani thank you for calling me out on that then sayani goes on to say but when talking about sexual harassment in the indian film industry space and not talking about women in cinema collective from kerala would be hugely unfair the wcc is an organization of women actors directors technicians and other women who work in malayalam cinema last november wcc was formally registered as a society under the society's registration act and is the first such initiative by women in the indian media space sorry indian cinema space it was formed after a number of sexual harassment cases came to light including the abduction rape of an actress in kochi yasiani i followed that story that was big national news um but yeah the rest of the details i wasn't aware of thank you for writing sayani goes on to say alleged uh, by the police as being engineered by the popular actor dilip they have begun to campaign for a variety of issues that affect women working in cinema such as better pay maternity benefits incentives for productions led by women recently when they were f- recently they were the first ones to throw their weight behind parvati when she was severely trolled for criticism of mamuti's movie kasava for misogynistic content Mamuti is at the same level in Malayalam cinema as Syamita Bachchan is in Hindi cinema and taking him on needs serious balls. Um I think Sayani if I may be a little cheeky you should not use such gendered terms for for guts. <laughs> Why balls? Balls should not be a a, a metaphor oh, for <laughs> for courage. So just saying I'm just uh yeah the news minute has done a number of stories on the WCC and I would suggest reading those. Another point awful and awesome focuses mostly on Bollywood and Hollywood content while discussing cinema. but there's a lot of good exciting work happening in other film industries within the country have heard wonderful things in recent about marathi and malayalam cinema why mention this because last time the national awards were announced and it chose to linger on the traversity of giving best actor to akshay kumar for rustam and ignored the movie that got best picture award kasav a marathi film which got great reviews okay thank you sayani uh, you can read sayani's entire mail on our website keep up the good work looking forward to more from nl 
PS appreciate and reporting on FIR against Mahesh Murthy perhaps a frank discussion hafta will further bolster independent status Sayani thank you Sayani I do believe uh, Cherry is working on a piece uh, pegged on uh, the Mahesh Murthy allegations on the entire bro code and um, sexism in uh, the Indian Silicon Valley that is Bangalore but uh, just uh, regarding the um, you know not discussing regional cinema you're right if some if a film like masan uh, sorry court was a marathi film yeah. we discussed court i think we did uh, you know cuz uh, then bengalis will want their cinema discussed because as we know cinema was invented by bengalis and we are such in prolific fact, filmmakers we might not stop discussing yeah so I, I honestly it's it's a what yeah i mean if if some film no matter how original film when it makes a mark yeah when it crosses over you know cuz a crossover film in the indian context is not just when indian film goes mm. overseas india is as as diverse as you know hollywood yeah. is from bollywood if a marathi or a bengali or a tamil or a malayalam film becomes big nationally then we, we will discuss, discuss it. it and we will try and get like when lipstick under my burka uh, was released it's a hindi film but we will try and get directors of films talk to them and yeah we'll try, try to and but we need resources for all that yeah. i mean Yeah so please I subscribe do subscribe guys uh, who are consuming this for free Okay so back to the next show that I wanted to discuss which I think you would really like if you haven't watched it yet okay. Abhinandan it's called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee it's directed by uh, Jerry Seinfeld This is yeah. an old show I've watched it No so it's now in its from 2000 it's a new season now so he has yeah, nine seasons he, Even he's done this with Obama Yeah yeah so he's done it with Obama and all but now it's on Netflix finally okay. so you can watch it on Netflix and it's a whole set of new episodes the uh, main premise of it is that Seinfeld goes in a vintage car to pick up it's not just comedians it's actors also now right. and then he speaks to them but they are all very short episodes they are they range from 7 minutes to the longest one is 17 minutes the one with Trevor Noah so i'm a big fan of Trevor Noah and the one with him is just fabulous because he's also very funny himself noah's very funny but he keeps bringing back that context of the background that he comes from oh after 1994 it now became like it is no longer illegal to be black so you can now do things wow so it's like start by sitting on the benches you know start by riding in the bus start by walking through the city at whatever time and then slowly you go what else can we do can sing you can you can do shows you can act can we tell joe yeah you can tell joe so it's not just rubbish talk so even when he's talking to jim carrey it's very interesting that yeah, and it's very smart on, yeah. also basically when you have two smart people sitting with each other the conversations yeah. are always interesting which would happen over here but then but then there's just one person one smart person and each person thinks they are the smart person that's so the so do write in to us tell us which is which the person <laughs> who's <laughs> the weak link yeah. <laughs> but but uh, i have a question here rajshree yes that trevor noah has had a very dramatic life he came yes. from very poor background and he's like a super successful hmm. comedian so when they make a film on him hmm. and you know you see his emotional arc Hmm. in any screenplay will it be called noah's ark now getting back to what i was discussing now 
happy with your joke. Avinandan is laughing silently. Money on Laddu Putra, how is this joke? Very smart. This joke is like Tyson's joke. This was Avinandan's attempt to take over the smartness crown, but we all know it resides on this side of the table. But so watch it. I think it's really nice this entire season. And they haven't, they've removed Louis C.K.'s. Episode after sexual misconduct but, allegations, but they f- can't edit him out from the other comedians are referring to Louis C.K. throughout. So they can't so beep it out. Louis C.K. becomes bad because word. it's a seven-minute episode, so you can't take out three minutes of it. So it's like he's there, but he's not there. Mm, like Voldemort. But thankfully, he's not wanking off in the episode, which was Louis C.K.'s idea of what seduction is. Mm. Call someone into your room and, and watch me jerk off. Yeah, watch me jerk off. <laughs> and then say thank you bye <laughs> like that but do watch it I really so Netflix currently has some great stuff on you know, I, I must start watching Netflix I find it very hard to uh, turn on my laptop when I'm trying to relax because the moment I put my laptop on it means I'm working but technology allows mm. you to take this wire this thing called a wire plug mm. it into your laptop and it gets plugged into your TV and you can watch it on a okay. TV I screen. thought you were going to say something rude to me no. on that. <laughs> so you can right. plug it into your <laughs> <ass> also also <laughs> <laughs> So uh, so now to Abhinandan's favorite actress, Deepika Padukone. Now, whose midriff we will not be able to see. I think that's blasphemy that they have made them cover her midriff with computer graphics. Yeah, I really think Karni Sena and this entire Rajasthan <laughs> administration should just jump off the Chittorgarh fort. Um, but before we do that, mm-hmm. we're not going to discuss the film because we haven't watched it. Uh, which uh, usually doesn't stop me, but a anyway, twenty yeah. <laughs> uh, fifth of Jan is being released. But Rajshri, they came up with an advertisement, yeah. a full front page advertisement Times. last week. Yeah. No, Delhi also. In Delhi, oh, yeah. so I missed the Delhi one because I was in Calcutta where we read the Telegraph only. Oh, so you didn't? It wasn't a full page on the Telegraph. No, maybe we don't get Times of India. There was a the full page ad. Rabindra Shongi. <laughs> we had Raba. a picture of Suchitra. J- Jinga fry with mustard. <laughs> Saying where are these actresses today? <laughs> That's what we had. But uh, you have that ad with you? Do yes. you have the? So here's what it said. There was a, a picture of um, Deepika Padukone, <laughs> which is just such a lovely picture. She <laughs> is the best thing to have happened to the cosmos since Madhuri Dixit. Ranveer Singh you know. also says this. Ranveer Singh can go to hell, <laughs> but I'm saying this right okay. now. Okay, this okay, is my aggressive. show. Aggressive. Okay. What did so the poster say? The see? poster said. The film Padmavat is based on the epic Padmavat by Sufi poet Malik Muhammad Jayasi, which is a revered work of fiction. The film does not have and never had a dream sequence between Alauddin Khilji and Rani Padmavati. The film is a note to the famed valor of, so the famed valor, legacy, and courage of Rajputs. The film portrays Rani, Rani Padmavati the utmost respect and does not tarnish her repute or misrepresent her character in any manner. The film has been cleared with only five modifications by the CBFC and is officially approved for release in India with a UA certificate. There are no further cuts or modifications of the film. Watch it, and then it said on twenty fifth. So this was the very gutsy um, ad put out by them. But I will say, when you have whatever forty, fifty, eighty crores at stake, this decision is I I don't agree with it, but I understand it. Yeah, you do want people to watch your film after all, also. No, and you, you don't want give your... a if they watch the then there are people waiting for giving the money back. Yeah, exactly. So, but let's see whether we'll get to watch the film. The way it's going, it's looking highly, highly improbable. On that note, we're going to wind up and we're going to restart the question. The question for the week is: My joke early in the episode on when Rajshree was calling anything an iPad, I said it's called a tablet. 
And then I said in this science fiction show called The Black Mirror, is everybody given a choice between a blue tablet and a red tablet? What was the reference to? Write in and win News Laundry goodies. Subscribe to us. Write to us at contact at News Laundry. The subject line should have awful and awesome. Tell us what you want us to cover, what we've missed out, your criticism, critique. All is welcome. I have a recommendation. I think everyone should watch Dark, which is a German science fiction thriller on Netflix. It is like Stranger Things for adults. It's about a child who goes missing and there's time travel and all sorts of things involved. It is excellent, absolutely. So watch Dark and uh, we will also have a link below to... I read this article with great interest and concentration because I've been very torn up about this whole Catherine Deneuve saying that this whole Me Too campaign is going a little overboard in what it's asking for. And I think everyone needs to read this to actually read the accurate translation of that letter. That letter makes a lot of sense or you might not think it makes sense, but whatever, the link will be there. So read it. So those are the two recommendations from my side and... My recommendation is watch the post, everyone, especially news yeah. professionals. And my second recommendation is subscribe to News Laundry so that we can make this show a lot richer than what it is right now and maybe even afford better hosts. Or make the hosts richer. Da, da, da. Okay, on that note, thank you, Avinandan Sekri. Thank you, Miss Sen. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 